FFM Productions presents Two Wild Orchids. Not your mother's podcast. Hi, I'm Sean Lee with the Two Wild Orchids, and this is our Redefining Appropriate Conversations segment. So I want you to know I am so excited to have a very good friend of mine on the show today who is an exponential evolutionist and self-proclaimed former nice guy. I think that means he's a bad boy now, but we'll see. <laughs> I want to welcome Josh Ludlam to the show. Josh, welcome. Thank you so much for joining us. So thank you. It's very good to be here. And I, you you did put that succinctly. Some people think that the opposite of a nice guy is a bad guy, but the opposite of a nice guy is definitely a bad boy. So um, I'm, I'm, I'm very- And who very doesn't love a bad you. boy? Yeah, yeah that, that's a very different <laughs> thing than the bad guy. Uh, the bad boy- Yeah, that's true. Yeah. Bad boys are sexy. Yeah. Thanks. Everyone wants a bad boy. Everyone has a, every girl has a bad boy phase. And I think every guy has like, you know, a bad girl phase, right? Is that what they call it? She's a bad girl? Yeah. That, sound, that sounds appropriate to me. That sounds appropriate. But we call me. that our slut phase. <laughs> That's just a phase though now? We're, we're, not, we're not claiming that for... You know, here's the thing. We can't go around advertising slut on our t-shirts because everyone in the world hasn't caught up with us yet. Now, my sure. people would do that. When I actually, the t-shirt I'm wearing, see where it says, uh, the place you come for sex and fun? Yeah. I wear this when I travel. You should see oh. the look. I get oh. <laughs> as I go through TSA. Okay. I, I want a shirt like that, by the way. I feel like I probably would not get the same responses and the same looks as you do. Well, I'll tell you what, I will make sure you get one. I'll send you one. It's, in there. it's available in our two. If you want to wear the place you come for sex and fun shirt, it's available in our two wild orchid store. Oh, perfect. Now, Josh, tell perfect. the people a little bit about you. I, I yeah. did go on our Facebook group and call you an expert in men and women and got some pushback from my people. And yeah. I want you to know, Josh emailed me and goes, I don't think I'm an expert. <laughs> <laughs> I, I don't think I'm an expert in men and women either. I think that I'm, uh, I, I have spent a lot of time studying the nice guy uh, because I am the nice guy or I was the nice guy. I don't claim that status anymore, but it certainly is a big part of like what my identity was. The nice guy who just like was constantly about, you know, not making any waves in the world, not making any waves in the relationship, uh, in my relationships and finding, you know, this way to, um, you know, just, just make everything around me just, just gentle and kind and, um, and I, I got to a point in my life where I was just like, you know what? This isn't working for me and it's really not working for anybody else either. Like I'm not getting what I want in, in my life and the people that I'm in relationship with aren't really having a great time either. So right. maybe it's time to change that. So it's interesting because it was, you were talking, I was thinking about that, that classic, you know, why are stereotypes, stereotypes, stereotypes? Because there is some basis of truth, right? Mm -hmm. Nice guys finish last. Yeah. Right. You know what? So one of the things that I, I do coaching for you, you said that I was an expert. I do coaching with men, with those nice guys to step out of being the nice guy, like being the, that, that just the nice guy to be able to ask for what he wants and to be able to get what he wants, but still without having to give up the nice guy card. Because the, what the, the biggest reason why the nice guy doesn't ask for what he wants is because he's uh, afraid that if he does, um, people are going to leave him. People are going to be like, oh, that, he, he's being such a jerk around here. We're, we're out. Mm -hmm. And so, um, so being able to speak for and ask for what we want and to do so clearly and confidently, um, still, we still get to be kind. And so that, that nice guy 
does finish last because he's constantly like deferring over to everyone else. Like, no, you go first. No, you go first. You go. Wait, holy shit, I'm last now. <laughs> How did that happen? <laughs> How did that happen? So, it, you know, when you were talking, I was thinking about characteristics of a nice guy and yeah. I was thinking characteristics of a bad boy. Yeah. And, and I think that there are a lot of women that would say that characteristics of a nice guy appears, and I just want it to be very clear that this, this, the surface appearance of it yep. is that the guy, the guy, the nice guy cares too much mm-hmm. and the bad boy, he could care less. He's like, if you're not going to, if you're not going to be with me, there's 10 other thousand other girls that want to be with me. Right. Whereas right. the nice guy is this clinging, I've got to hold on to this one relationship and, and preserve it yeah. at all costs. Yeah. Whereas yep. the bad boy is kind of like, she yep. left me. It's all right. Yeah. You know, neck yeah. kind of a deal. Yeah. And and I think that in relationships, when we when we first hook up with someone or we get married to someone or we end up in a long-term relationship, maybe they do show up as the quote unquote bad boy. Mm-hmm. But in the bedroom, who do they become? And the question is the same for the nice guys. In the bedroom, who do nice guys become? Wow. Um to me, the nice guy is the, that, that nice guy because, he, like you said, he's scared of losing the relationship. And so he's, he's going to do everything he can to make, make it feel that way, uh, to, to make it feel safe for him, for him. He wants it to be safe for him. So in the bedroom. What does that look like? Because we talked about my second, my second co-host, Monica, and I talked a long time about women feeling safe. What is it mm-hmm. like when a guy needs to feel safe in the bedroom? Um, or a nice guy wants to feel safe. Yeah, nice guy because I, I, I can't speak for both. That he that his advances won't be rejected, yeah. Because advances that are rejected are uh, an attack on him personally, right? He's the nice guy because he's trying to make everything nice so that people won't go, you know, won't won't walk away. And if I'm if I'm making an advance and all of a sudden it's like, no, I'm too tired. I'm you know I don't I don't want that for whatever reason. Something's wrong with me. Oh yeah. Wow. So, 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 so it's not about, so let me rephrase that. It's not about the safety. I, I want to be clear. People get to say no. <laughs> right. <laughs> I'm, I'm not it advocating for like, because it he asked, right? <laughs> people get to say no, but for that nice guy, he's, he's just deeply afraid of that, of that rejection. And so what he does is he passively, you know, like, um, he'll, he'll reach over in the middle of the night and like, tr- you know, do the little booty rub or do the, like the, like the boob touch to try to mm-hmm. like get her to, to be in the mood. Cause that Listen. always works. Right. I mean, like, you know, like think about this for just a minute. All right. I'm going to tap your ass and I'm going right. to touch your boob. And yeah. that means, uh, uh-huh, right. you and me, it's baby. time. It's time. It's time. It's time. Hello. It's time. No, right. right. You have to get in my head to get in my bed. You have to turn me on all day. Right. Every day. And if you're not doing that, then I'm not interested. Yeah. And I think most women are like that. Yeah. So, so here's the f- interesting thing about when, when the nice guy shows up concerned about his safety, what he doesn't do is create a safe place for her. Ooh, tell me more. If, if, I'm, if I'm worried <laughs> that I'm going to be rejected... Um, you asked about the, the bad boy, the bad boy, I, I follow this group and I don't advocate it, but it's, it's, um, it's about like essentially turning people into that bad boy. Um, and the, the, I don't care, screw you. There's a thousand other people out there, but what that bad boy does have is, um, outcome independence. He's not concerned about whether he gets rejected or not because he's got, you know, there's, there's a mindset of abundance uh, that there, mm-hmm. there's more out there. And so right. that piece of it, I think is really important in, um, you know, that the nice guy could really take and claim back is to say like, 
I'm going to put this out there. And if it doesn't happen, like that doesn't mean anything about me. (laughs) And so by taking the need for me to feel safe, because I've, I've like, I've, I've got me, um, Mm -hmm. and putting it, putting it towards her to say, you're safe to be able to like let down your guard. I've got you instead of me needing to have me creates a safe place where she, where she's more willing to, um, and more able to, um, and more open to, um, connection in all forms. This isn't just about sex for sure, but you know, this is a a sex podcast. So (laughs) it is, but, um, but, but about that openness to, to connection on, on all levels when he can stop being so concerned about his own safety and go, you're safe here. You're safe here. Okay, so let's talk about what this looks like in the real world because mm-hmm. I, I'm I'm imagining that, that some of my listeners are going, I'm not a nice guy, not knowing yeah. that they are, yeah. right? In, in that in that most you know most guys are like, I got this, but yeah. but if they get underneath that, I call that your egoic exterior, and I don't think egos are bad. I go on the record saying that a lot. I don't mm-hmm. think egos are bad, but underneath that, what what's underneath that that hard shell in that in that inner mush? Um, so as I think about the way a nice guy shows up, I think about my old neighbors. She was very dominating. She was very domineering. Mm-hmm. And he came home and she started yelling at him. I li- literally, I would be there and she would start yelling at him from the time this guy came through the door. And he was such a nice guy. Mm-hmm. I couldn't understand why she mm-hmm. yelled at him all the time mm-hmm. about everything. He couldn't do anything right. Mm-hmm. And, and, and when I talked to her, when it was she and I privately, I was like, hey, are you guys ha- have more sex? Like that fixes a lot. Like sex is the glue that holds a relationship together, mm-hmm. you know, have more of it if you're not feeling connected and mm-hmm. the connection will evolve into something, mm-hmm. but she was adamant that they weren't going to. So when I think about that, I think about the, the women who, who take care of everything, who take mm-hmm. care that that's the women that I think that are married to nice men, yeah. or nice guys that, yep. you know, they, they take care of the kids and they have a job and they take care of the house and they take care of whatever, whatever, whatever. Yep. So they don't have the, the wherewithal, because you hear a lot of women say, I have three boys, two sons and my husband. Mm-hmm. I, I, I never mm-hmm. ascribed to that, so I don't understand that. Yeah. So that's, that's what I feel like it shows up as. There, Yes, it does. And, and I think on one hand, um, you know, again, I, I, was that, I was that nice guy. I was married for 10 years, um, and I basically, um, she was that strong woman. The, the, the two do find each other in, in the relationship. She would, she was the same way. Like she, she didn't want to have sex. I, I would ask her all the time. She didn't want to have sex. And it wasn't because it, she didn't love me. She loved me mm-hmm. dearly. It was because I, she was taking care of everything that I just like, I, I let, I let her I, like gave over all of those things because she said that she wanted to do them. She wanted to take care of them. And now I'm, you know, I'm just willingly giving that over and I'm, I got this. I, I can, I can, sit and watch TV and honey, do you need anything? No, we're good. Like what? Why, why, why would I ever at the end of the day, come to the end of, end of the day and go like, all right, it's, uh, it's time. Let's, let's, uh, let's get down to business. Like she, she wasn't, I, I didn't have her back. I didn't have her back. Right. Um, and that's what I, cause, and I'm thinking of like my relatives, I'm thinking of so many people that I know that are in that exact, yeah. you know, how, but it's interesting because what you've said to me that, that I think that I was not aware of, was men really are in the dark. Why would they think yeah. anything's wrong? She says she's got it. Yeah. Because if a guy says he's got it, he means it. Right. 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 Yeah. So, uh, yeah, men are, I was just talking to a girlfriend of mine about this. Men are very simple creatures. If he says he loves you, he means it. 
mm-hmm. if he it, it, they're like they're, that's it like it's a very simple linear for you guys yes mm-hmm. i do want to eat yes i do love you same mm-hmm. context mm-hmm. so yeah. when i think about when i think about the as we're going forward and we're trying to put this in the bedroom mm-hmm. i feel like i've done a lot of shows on bdsm for example and one of the things that comes up is women who are super strong outside of the bedroom mm-hmm. don't want to be strong in the bedroom no they want to be they want to be told what to do on you know mm-hmm. there's a there's um like Lindsay and i always talk about she's a good sub and we make a joke that i'm the bossy ma'am mm-hmm. and but she you know i'm only dominant with women really with men i'm a little less dominant because i'm unfamiliar with being dominant with men i don't really like it as mm-hmm. much but but there are some men i like it with but not with my partner let me say that better okay. but the point is, is yeah cuz you'd spank me right in a heartbeat. Okay. Good. <laughs> in a new, in a, in a I, heartbeat. I had, I had to get that clear because I, 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 I would think that that would be, yeah, I'd be good with that. That would be okay. fun for us. Okay, let's do this. <laughs> Excellent. And you would rub my feet afterwards. Yes. Okay. <laughs> but when we're talking about women who who want to be, who are really super dominant in, outside of the, the, the bedroom, mm-hmm. I want my partner to like, you know, flip me over, smack my ass and say, you know, suck my cock. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And right. I think that that was one of the things that you put in your Facebook group. You said, what are we yeah. looking for? And it was either in your group or my group. It might've been my group that somebody said, for God's sake, please take the lead. Yes. Yeah. That, that was one of, that was one of the people in my tribe and she's a strong woman. Yeah. Judith, how do we get you nice guys to take the lead? Yeah. You know what? First of all, it's, the, I, I think it is the, it's this energy of I've got you. It, it really is. Mm-hmm. I, I just mentioned That's that so a second important. ago. Um, and it can't just be there. <laughs> like it's, it starts outside <laughs> of the bedroom and then, and then it's demonstrated inside the bedroom because she, the, the strong woman, um, any woman, like, like whether she calls herself that or not, like she doesn't want, she doesn't want to have to feel like that she is at the mercy of, you know, anyone in her life, much less a man in her life. Yeah. Um, and so she's going to have herself outside, you know, outside of the bedroom. And it's just nice to know that if it all falls to shit, that you, you, that it wouldn't be the end of the world. And a lot of them don't feel like that that would be the case. If it all fell to shit, they would be the ones responsible for it, even in partnership. And so having that, like that full knowledge and that like energy that's brought to the, the entire relationship of I've got you, in my experience, as I've experienced both sides of it, I've experienced not being the person who had somebody, and and it not, it, it, and in the bedroom it showed she doesn't trust me, she yes. doesn't feel safe here, and I've also been my 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 current relationships are, I've demonstrated I've got you. It doesn't mean that I'm taking things off of your plate. It doesn't mean I'm doing it for you. It's just the energy that I'm bringing that I've got. You're you. showing up. Yeah. So that when I get to, the, when we get to the bedroom, it's like, rah. Yeah. <laughs> it doesn't require that I show up with that like raw energy. It's no, I was dy- talking about her. The dynamic shifts so that she shows up and she's just like, rah. It, it, oh, <laughs> open. Yeah. Rah. It's, I, it's open. It's just like. I keep clawing this, the air like I'm attacking him. It's an automatic submission that, ha- not automatic, but she chooses that submission, that, that state, yes. because she knows she's safe. It's not automatic. Yes. It seems automatic sometimes, but she's, mm-hmm. she's choosing that because she knows that she's safe. And that doesn't always happen. I, again, I'm not, I'm not 
touting myself to be some kind of sex god. That's not. The no, point. I was already going to spank you. I got you. Right. <laughs> but but it's just it it's about to, to me. This is an energy dynamic of the like the masculine feminine. They exi- that exists everywhere. And if she has to show up the masculine in in real life and to show up that way in the bedroom, it's she, horrible. She, she's totally ready to let that go, right? And right. if he's showing up in that like like feminine energy of like you know letting someone else take and then shows up the same way in the bedroom again that that in, that dynamic doesn't work but by the fact that he shows up with i've got you it, it allows her to be able to lay that guard down and say i'm safe and then mm-hmm. you know and being then able to lead else. in the bedroom becomes really easy becomes wanted on both sides yes yes so i i'm thinking i'm i'm i hesitate to even use this language because i don't want to misinterpret it but i am married to a nice man let me say that in a different Good. language. He's a he's a gentle soul. He's yeah. I, I he's mean, not he's the giant. nice guy. He's not the nice guy. Right. But but there was a time in our life he was, mm-hmm. and there was a time in my life I was this overbearing dominant because I felt like I had to be. Mm-hmm. And I think that maybe that that's that's an important point of discussion that women. I went on a women's retreat five years ago, and the theme of all the women was they felt like they had to take care of everything or it wouldn't get done. Mm-hmm. And then the theme of the men seemed to be that they felt like they couldn't do anything right. Mm-hmm. And so everybody's walking on this very delicate set of eggshells trying yeah. not to crack it. Yeah. And, and I think it's okay to be a strong woman outside the bedroom mm-hmm. and it's okay to be a strong woman in the bedroom, but you mm-hmm. just have to be able to know that exactly right. She, you said it beautifully. She knows she's got her. Mm-hmm. So she doesn't need you to have her when she knows she's got her. Mm-hmm. But in the bedroom, I think that men don't always understand what a vulnerable space it is for women. Mm-hmm. You know, I always think about like the stabber and the stabby. You're the stabber. I'm the yep. stabby. Yeah. So I have to open my legs. I have to open my body. I have to mm-hmm. let you in. Mm-hmm. I have to be willing usually to let you on top of me in some fashion. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And there's so much that women give in sex that I don't think men always appreciate what it requires from us. No. And the fact that we are not going to come for 18 more minutes longer than you will. Time we're getting close. That's another thing that came up in it's the, the in my tribe as I asked what what should we talk about today? Uh, one person in particular mentioned that if it takes 18 minutes longer for her, somebody private messaged me and like why 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 is it okay for the man always to have the orgasm and if it takes a little bit longer it's like a chore. It's like this like oh god, like just get it over with like so so I can have mine. And and it takes that feeling of like creating creating that space of safety. I think for the man it is recognizing that it's not it's not as vulnerable for me to to be engaged in sex as it is for a woman to be engaged in sex. Right. It's not and, as and physically I, vulnerable. No, right? no, no, for sure not. No, but I want to. I want to address your 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 tribe member who asked that question. Yeah, it, what what she's. I'm assuming it was a woman, but what mm-hmm. she's talking about is what is known as the called the orgasm gap, mm-hmm. and it's actually the space from the time that a man can orgasm in the space that from this. Okay, I work with a company named Promes, and I'll link it in the show notes. And they have female arousal gel, and that helps condense some of that orgasm gap. Because even though you're right, he, you know. I, I'm really lucky. I, I partner with people who, who are concerned about my pleasure and it's not a chore. Mm-hmm. But if you're in that space and you are in that relationship or somebody has you know premature ejaculation, like that President Promestin has the delay spray to close that gap. Mm-hmm. But the reason I, I bring this up is because if he can't hold back and, and, and he's overexcited and he comes too fast, it doesn't mean the sex is over. Mm-hmm. It doesn't have to mean the sex is over, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. But but there are things that can help kind of bridge that. I just wanted to yeah. address that real quick because yeah. you know everyone could use a little 
extra. And the arousal gel, I'm just going to let you, it, it's, it's nice. Yeah. <laughs> it's it, really it, nice. And what I want to be clear about with, with her ask too, was she, in working with her husband, they had to, other people might have, and she didn't say this explicitly, so forgive me if I misinterpret this, but um, it's that somebody else had asked about it feeling like a chore. And she mm-hmm. just said that with her husband, that he's had to be really um, clear with her and create this really space of that safety so that, um, so that it gets her, like certainly there's the, the, the physical part of sex, but there's the emotional and the energetic mm-hmm. part of sex of her like feeling safe enough to just go like, yeah, I'm, you know, so the, the dynamic safe of, an orgasm is not happening. Right. And so it doesn't she, matter how much, you, how, how long you lick her, an orgasm right. is not happening. Right. She does not feel safe. Right. Right. I was thinking about this boyfriend that I dated. He showed up with needy energy mm-hmm. and he would have done anything. He was mm-hmm. a nice guy. Anything I wanted for as long as I wanted. And I mm-hmm. couldn't, I just, I never thought about until you said that a second ago why I couldn't relax. Mm-hmm. But but really, I couldn't relax because I didn't feel like he had me. Mm-hmm. He was trying so hard to grab things from me. I didn't, I was doing everything I could to hold on to my space mm-hmm. so that he wouldn't invade it so much. Does that mm-hmm. make sense? Yeah. Oh yeah. That like grasping energy, that needy energy. It's horrible. Yeah. I, and it I, makes your breath smell bad. I, <laughs> I, it does. It does really. Uh, it releases cortisol. It releases oh, cortisol yeah. okay. and serotonin. And when you, it's also when you're jealous. When you suppress those, those chemicals that you suppress actually release an odor. Just like when you're turned on, pheromones are released. Huh. Um, when you're suppressing those energies, it actually it makes your breath smell like I liken it to Harry Potter and the Dementor's Kiss. It's the worst thing you'll ever smell. Wow! So, oh, that this... there's nothing fixing it. Brushing your teeth, it, it, you have to you have to stop holding those emotions. This is totally. I, I had somebody who I I could feel her needy energy, and and I was. And very soon after that, I was physically repulsed by her smell. That's amazing. It like death almost. Like bl- yes. I always think of the like the color black and death is what it smells like. Yes, that's what yes. it was. And I, I, I was like, is this just the way that she? No, that was the energy. That was the need. Holy shit! That was the needy energy that she was putting out. Yes, and it it, it smells so bad. Wow. So. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that that nice guy. I, so if you're I, not I, sure if she's jealous, smell her breath. Sorry to interrupt oh, you. If you're not sure if she's jealous or he's jealous, and smell their breath. You'll know. Okay. <laughs> wow, that's that's really that's valuable information. Um, so I what I know when I was in there was a relationship that I was in uh, recently or within the past few years that. I remember being in that space of uh, like that neediness, like that, like I would reach out in order to like, at the end of the night, I would do the, like I would do the tap, right. Because I I was in that space of being needy with her. And I realized towards the end of the relationship, probably too late, that that wasn't working for either one of us. And I started thinking that actually read a book like the, 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 the big turning point for me was a book called No More Mr. Nice Guy by Robert Glover. Um, That's so funny. He's agreed to come on the show. Oh, you've got to have him on the show. He's so good. Now, now, now I now I have no place here. Um, but like, I read <laughs> no, that book. no. Keep going. <laughs> I read... He's agreed to come on the show because he talked about the mom ain't happy and nobody's happy. Yeah. And I met him and said, "Hey, would you come on the show?" Because I interviewed Dr. Corey Allen. I'll link all of this in the show notes, by the way. Oh, this. I, I interviewed Corey Allen uh, from Sexy Marriage Radio, and he talked about Robert Glover. Yeah. So. 
that book started my journey. And as I was reading the book, it was towards the end of this relationship. And I, I realized that the energy that I was putting out of the needy energy, she would, it, she was repulsed by it, obviously. And this was bad. Right. <laughs> and, <laughs> and when I stopped putting that out and I just started putting it out to, in the, in the context of, I just desire you. I, I, you're, I, I love you. I want you. I desire you. The exact I have such a crush same. on you right now. I gotta tell you, <laughs> the energy he's sending as he's looking in the camera, and he's like, "I want you, and I desire you." I'm all tingly, like I'm like gonna be like Lindsay in a second, put my hands in my pants. <laughs> it's almost, it's almost that time. It's almost I know, right? Ten four and two. I can never guess. It's almost four o'clock. Yeah, keep going. I'm sorry. So, you desire me? So, what? I'll take care of the podcast. You go do your thing for a second. I'll talk. <laughs> no, 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 no. I'll, I'll just no. I just want to keep looking at you. <laughs> um. So yeah, but but when I turned it from the the, it was the exact same motion, action, physical action, but it was a totally different energy, and it totally shifted the way that she showed up, and I went. Wow, like something about being clear about what I want and, and doing it from a place of um, confidence and doing it from a place of like, I'm and com- like fully communicating that energy totally changed the way that she responded to, to that. That nice guy showing up with that needy energy is, is one of the big reasons why they're not getting the sex that they want. One of the big reasons why they're not getting what they want in, in work and business. Guaranteed. So wait a minute here, because one of the challenges that I think I'm super energetically sensitive, as are you. And but I've met men who are convinced they're energetic, mm-hmm. like lumps, like they don't get yeah. it. So when yeah. you say change the energy, yeah. I want to just clarify that language a little bit for people. Yeah. If someone were wanting to change their energy, and yeah. I mean I know how to do it, but I was gonna like I'm tossing you the ball here. Okay. If someone wants to change their energy in that relationship before they get in the bedroom that night because mm-hmm. it, it can change on a dime. Mm-hmm. How, how would you encourage them to do that, to take away that needy pull? It can change on a dime. It does take practice though, I believe. I don't, you, okay. you have the capacity to, I have the capacity to change the energy that I want to bring to the room. Um, I actually, when I coach people, I, I coach them through these affirmations of what do I want to be? What do I want to be when I walk into this room? And just like bringing my physiology to that, to the place of what that feels like and using language, like I am, you know, uh, um, like if I, if I'm going into, uh, if I'm walking sexy. into the bedroom, right, I'm sexy. sexy. Yeah. I am sexy. I am. But, and, and believing that, but that yes, takes you practice. To get, <laughs> <laughs> you know, you're making me blush. Good grief. It happens. Um, it's the, okay bringing that energy of like, I, yeah, I, I am sexy. I am desirable. I am wanted. Um, I, I am I, I, not, I am not needy. I, I, I'm not going to be needy. I'm going to walk in. I'm not going to be needy. That you're needy. Get out of here. Right. Exactly. Exactly. Um, but it, but it also takes, so before that, the practice of it is taking, taking a second. Cause a lot of people, we don't realize that that's the energy that we're bringing to it. We don't realize that that's the thoughts that are going on, um, behind the scenes. And so part of it is, I, th- I think men have also been taught to not be in touch with their feelings and their emotions and their thoughts. And just to go do, just do the action is right. the important thing. And as I talked, which about- I was going to address because you said what you did with your with your with your ex was you would touch her, and so I actually mm-hmm. wrote down the question: Why aren't you talking? Why aren't you saying to her, "Hey, mm-hmm. you're beautiful. 
Right. And I've been looking at you all day. And well, like, when you wrote, I wrote it, that question down because I wanted an answer to that. It was the fear of rejection. It was, the, it was the tiptoeing into the water. To ask, to actually ask for it and to get a no would have been an outright rejection. And then that, that would have been an attack on me at that moment. I had so much of my identity tied up in if I'm getting sex, I feel loved. And if I'm not getting sex, I don't feel loved. So um, if, I, if I just warm up the waters a little bit, then she'll get aroused. And even if she didn't want to before, she'll get aroused and, and now she'll want me. And so I, I would essentially manipulate the situation to get what I wanted. If I had asked, I probably, I, I would have felt like I was being rejected. But again, all of that was coming from a, like a needy, energy at the time. Right. Right. And so I want to be clear. We're not encouraging men to be brutes. Like I'm not encouraging no. you unless she wants that. Okay. Let's be clear. Cause that she gets, is, good, she gets like, to give the consent you, and the permission. You, you want to, yeah. If she gives you consent to be, mm, you go grab her by the hair and you have a good old time, and, but <laughs> safety in the, in the bedroom is such a, is such a, it's a sacred space. Mm -hmm. it, it doesn't, it doesn't matter how many people are in the bedroom. You could have 20 people in the mm -hmm. bedroom. Mm -hmm. If you're feeling safe within mm -hmm. that environment, Yep. It it you know you'll like lay, I can remember lay yourself open. No, you'll lay yourself 100%, open. 100. I can remember being at a party I went to an orgy. I've not been to many orgies, but this one I knew everyone in the room, the men and the women really well. Mm -hmm. And it was the first time I'd ever been in an orgy and I had a great time. Mm -hmm. But take me somewhere to like a public I'm like, "Oh, I'm good. Like I'm going to sit mm -hmm. here in the corner and suck my thumb." So when we're talking about couples in and trying to change that dynamic, mm -hmm. um I think it's important that as you talk about men standing up, I always think about like standing up inside of yourself and mm -hmm. saying, this is who I am. Mm -hmm. No matter what that, no matter what my shit is, this is who I am. Yeah. But I think it's important for women to accept that and soften. Like, I think we can show, we can show up very pointed and hard because we feel like we have to compete in men's worlds. And so we do that at work and blah, yep. blah, blah. So when we get home, you know, I, I said something to someone once and I said, you need to soften. And she said, I'm taking that badly. I'm like, it's not intended. It's soft mm -hmm. is good. Mm -hmm. Water is the most powerful force in the world and it's mm -hmm. the softest. And here's what it is. I know how dangerous that I can be when I'm not in my powerful place. Yes. I know that I can be hurtful with my actions. I know that I can be hurtful with my sex. Um, and, and not just like not the act of sex, but like in using manipulation for sex, in, in creating an environment where it doesn't feel safe. And so I think to go back to the point about men have not, um, they've not, they've been, been conditioned to not be in touch with themselves. And part of that is they've been conditioned to, to believe that sex is dangerous and their sex is dangerous. And to be, um, overly like sexual means that I'm being predatory or that I'm going to be, I'm going to be the next person who, who's going to be on the news for the me too movement. And, and so like owning the fact that, that, that we can be dangerous when we're not conscious with our with our sex and with our sexuality then and owning that like fully owning that and saying because i know how dangerous that i am i will be safe and i am safe for the people that i'm that i'm in this experience with what i was thinking when you said you were dangerous i wanted to clarify that for a minute mm -hmm. not just physical danger mm -hmm. and and i think mostly not just physical danger mm -hmm. but mostly when not. you yeah but when you are when you are needing from someone or when you are being the nice guy or mm -hmm. insecure, you're mm -hmm. actually taking from them. And yeah. when we feel that. Yep. It doesn't feel like giving. And I think the difference in a man who shows up confident, shows mm -hmm. up with a giving heart, 
mm-hmm. which is would be a soft heart. And mm-hmm. a man who shows up with a taking heart would be a hard pulling, give it to me, I deserve it, it's mine space. Mm-hmm. And nobody wants that. Like nobody mm-hmm. wants that space. Right. So I just wanted to clarify your word of danger because I thought of so many things when you said that yeah. about having been in dangerous sex environments for myself. Yep. By I, takers. By takers. And because that if I'm not if I'm not clear, if if I'm if I have a sexual desire for someone, and like me, I am like. Did you say like me? <laughs> I did. Okay, I just wanted to I'm make sure I heard that you, right. Because so then I was like, I just, like you. Yeah. It was, yeah, like me. Just check. Yes. Keep going. <laughs> if I have a sexual desire for someone, and I and I am pretending like that that's not the case in order to get them, like in in that situation that I just described with my with my ex. Um, I'm trying to get them. I'm trying to be manipulative to get them to a place where they want me. Now I'm gonna I'm gonna do some really subversive things. Um, in the No More Mister Nice Guy, he talked about a covert contracts. Like I will do these things, and I'll I won't tell you that I'm doing them. But really, what I want to get at the end of the day is this thing from you. In this case, let's say it's sex. I want to get sex from you. I'll do these things, but I haven't been clear about it. Now I'm resentful for you for not giving me those things, and so I'm being manipulative. I'm trying to. Man- manipulate the situation. And it doesn't feel like manipulation. It doesn't feel like I'm being an asshole about it. It just, I'm just trying, I'm I'm not being clear about it. And so therefore I'm, I'm manipulating it. And that's dangerous Mm -hmm. because people are not coming Mm -hmm. into the conversation then with a clear understanding of what, what they are being asked to give, what they're, what they don't know what their side of the contract is. So now I'm angry at you. And I have no idea that you have no idea why it's because mm-hmm. you didn't keep up your side of the agreement that you had no idea that I wrote for you. <laughs> <laughs> it's so true. I wasn't aware that was the game we were playing. So right. Fuck. Right. Yeah. So, so it is dangerous. I went through a divorce before I decided to ask for help. And I really advocate and encourage men to get to look around and go like, this isn't, this isn't, I'm not getting what I want here. And because I'm not getting what, like I'm not giving people what they want here. Some, this isn't right. This is not good. I'm not living the life and I'm not creating the environment for other people. So I'm going to have the courage to say, I, I, I haven't been able to Maybe figure this me. out. I haven't been able to figure this out. And it, and it, and it's definitely you, by the way, I'm sorry. <laughs> right. But, but that's not what happens, right? right? Usually it's like she did, if she yes. would, and he, you know, yeah. but, or, or the same thing is true of her. If he did, if he yeah. would, but it's, it, it, but, but if there's a problem, if you're having a problem, it's your problem. Yes. But yeah, I yeah. still think end game, like if you're going to have, if you're going to have a relationship, an intimate with, a, with someone, sex is the, God, that's the, that's the juice. Mm-hmm. That, like that, that's that, 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 yeah, yeah. It makes you really, you know, anyway, it, no, really that's, that's the juice that, 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 get, that you get to squeeze mm-hmm. because life will put a lot of squeezes mm-hmm. on you. Mm-hmm. And if you get to have those moments of, this is so good for us. Then you have a partner and a, yeah. and a teammate going out into the world. And so I'm a fan yeah. of that. And I'm going to link. Now you have a coaching program, I do. Um, which it's it now, if somebody wants to get a hold of you, how do they do that? The, the best way to get a hold of me is through, is through Facebook. I have, uh, I'm, I'm public on Facebook at uh, Joshua Ludlam, L-U-D-L-A-M. You can find me, message me. I'm really open to those conversations there. Um, if you, you can see a little bit of my work on uh, exponentialevolution.com or find me on Facebook. Um, I, show, I share most of my content there in real time and you can connect with me there as well. 
Excellent. And I will link all of that in our show notes and I promote our show on Facebook and on Instagram. So if you're not uh, following us on Instagram, please do so. And you can always follow our, get in our Facebook group because you know I'll be promoting it in there because Josh, this has been really great. Like Thank I'm you. all tingly and stuff. I'm glad it's my, I'm glad it's, it's masturbation time. It's time. Me, it's time. Go do it. It's time. <laughs> <laughs> all right. So as we get out of here today, I'm going to say stay sexy. And what are you going to say? I'm going to say speak up for your desires and be willing to give other people what they want. In bed. <laughs> Sorry, In it was bed. too easy. You know, open a Chinese fortune cookie. Mm. Speak up for your desires. Ask for what you want. In bed. <laughs> Excellent. <laughs> 